Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lady Gang. I am your special co-host correspondent, Chris Knight, along with Kelty Knight, and today we are missing the lovely Jack and Becca because we're doing a special quarantine episode of of the Lady Gang, so all you get is me and, and Kelty. Sorry about that. You did so good. Okay, Thanks. so set the scene. Okay, so currently we are in our living room here. Um, Callie is running around trying to eat her dinner. And Kelty has a cup of tea. I have a cup of tea. And um, what am I wearing? Um, I'm naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting addition. No, uh, you're wearing a romper of sort. Black romper. dress. Black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Black I have dress. a mask and my hair mask. And in. a mask and a bun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm wearing workout clothes because today was leg day. And yeah, I'm ready to go. Chris is wearing my favorite outfit that he wears. Well. Unfortunately, he put shorts on top, but I love a man in leggings. I don't know what it is. I think it's a, I'm going to call it like a Brishnikov complex. It's weird. Where like I grew up idolizing Brishnikov and thought he was so sexual in like White Nights and all of his 80s and 90s movies with his big penis and the tights and all that stuff. And so. I th- hold on. I think that was either a stuffed sock or a dance belt. It's a dance belt. Right, so that's not yeah. actually like... Do you think Brishnikov is like, yes, I think I'll be the greatest ballerina in the world and I'll stuff a sock down my tights like Chris? Possibly. Maybe that's why people were so excited about him. No, it's a dance belt that holds it all up. I'm like sure it's it like does. a push-up bra for your stuff. <laughs> for your junk. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. when Chris wears leggings, Chris has great legs. So even though you're so tall, um, you have a really great... What's this muscle? The quad? Quad, yeah. Your quad is so meaty. It's a lot of squats. I love it. I love it. Oh. So I wish you would wear them without the shorts on top, like a real Tyson Beckford style, but I understand. Yeah, it was probably TMI Okay. for everybody. I don't know. You tell me. Have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> Bef- Bef- okay, well, let's not. start. Um, okay. So today, obviously, is a quarantine episode. So Chris and I have been inside, I think this is like day 13 uh, or 15, um, and it's actually the first episode in our five-year history of Lady Gang that we don't have at least two of us together. There's been a handful, I mean maybe two or three times where we've had to miss one girl um, and had a celebrity in their place. This is definitely the first time I haven't had Jack or Becca like staring at me to be like, don't get up. So I'm feeling pressure, but I just wanted to say that this is such a weird time for everyone. And we wanted to keep doing, making podcasts and, you know, I've been going for walks every morning, as you know, husband and listening to my podcast and allowing myself to feel light and have a giggle and like, because everything seems so heavy right now. And so I want to have fun today and I want us to like make a great episode, but I also, you know, want everyone to know that we're certainly feeling like there's so many people out there who have it so much worse and we both get to work from home and you've been on conference calls in the kitchen or you go upstairs to the den and then I'm doing my calls somewhere else. And like, we're so lucky cause we're young and we're healthy and it's just, we, you know, we realize what's going yeah. on. And so let's like, just say that because I have a really selfish bad week and oh, I want to no. be able to complain like a little bitch that I am, but I don't <laughs> want it to be like, obviously there's a global pandemic. So it's way worse. There's people that have a way worse. Yeah, No kidding. Okay. So now throw it like Becca. Okay, so now it's time for Good Week. Yes, it is. Bad Week. Oh, no. Good job. 
Okay. Wasn't that hard? Good week, bad week. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you better go first. Okay. So, bad week. Um, A couple days ago, I was sleeping, and I have not been sleeping great, to be honest. Don't act like you don't know it. Okay, sorry. I don't know about this one, but it's (laughs) apparently going to be great. Um, so it was a few, um, a few days ago and I haven't been sleeping great. I've been having a hard time falling asleep and then not really staying asleep. And, um, Callie, the little dink machoo has decided to wake us up and she learned how to secretly whine all of a sudden. So like at six thirty, she's like a toddler and she's like, eh, feed me. And it's very annoying. But anyway, that's not my bad week. Um, so I was sleeping and I was in that state where you're kind of asleep and kind of not. And... I know that in my awakeness, sleepness, I felt something on my face and it was on my cheek and I rolled over, hit my face and I pulled it off me. It felt like, I'm going to be real here. It felt like a booger. Mm. Like it felt it like, like a squish? it was a squish. Mm. And I was like, oh, and I like kind of remember rolling it into like a little bit of a ball That's and like disgusting. chucking it off our bed and like going back to sleep. But I was like half asleep. Okay. So I figure, you know how they always say like you swallow like 17 um, spiders in your life just from sleeping with your mouth open. Like At gaping? least. Yeah. At least. Right. Yeah. So I've always just been terrified of that. There's been a few times when we've been on vacation together and something's crawled across my pillowcase and then like I don't sleep for a week. Like it's just. Oh my God. It's a disaster, people. <laughs> it's a disaster. It's a disaster. We sometimes have to leave the, the resort because we of the bugs. Remember we had to move the room? Yeah. And then the guy was like, you need to learn to love ants. Yeah. And I was like, not crawling in my bed, you <laughs> asshole. And then you were like, there's bad things in the... Anyway, whatever. So I felt this thing. And I was like, whatever. So I woke up in the morning and I, I still really clearly remembered um, that this had happened. And I went to the mirror to look. There is a perfect spider bite on my forehead. It's true. Because most bugs, when they bite you, they just have one little nozzle. (laughs) Is that what it's called? A nozzle? (laughs) I don't know. Like maybe it's a tooth. I don't know. Is it a tooth? Is it a scepter? Not a nozzle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So not a nozzle. (laughs) Nozzle, scepter, tooth, whatever it is. Knife, little. Uh, Definitely not a knife. Tooth knife? Would it be teeth? I'm going to guess teeth, yeah. I'm going to Google what spiders' teeth are called. The crazy thing about it is, is it, I mean, granted, it it was probably very traumatic, and I'm sorry you went through this, but it was so small, and there's not a chance in hell that if it was on my face, I ever would have seen it. Spider teeth called. Spider teeth, oh, a patron, a patron, and a cetrothorax. And a fang. A fang. Fang. Definitely mm. two fangs. Fangs, yeah. So there's perfect two little staple fangs in my forehead, clear as mud, that this was a spider bite. And I survived. But of course I would remember this happening. I hate any bug biting me. I'm highly allergic to all bug bites. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was bad. Okay, good week. Sorry about that. Thank you. Good week. So... I am very, very late to get on the Apple Watch trend because uh. they're spendy and I didn't think I'd really use it. And I was like, I have a bujo to track my period and my fitness and everything else in my life. So I don't really need it on my hand. And then I realized that I'm having something that is like, I guess, a panic attack whenever my phone is more than four feet away from me and I feel like I'm like merely missing out, but I would like to be more in my own life and like in conversations with people. So I thought if I get an Apple Watch, then 
I can get a text and like look down quickly and be like, oh, it's just this. It's just this. It, it's not a. It's just Jack and Becca texting you. Right. And I'll be like, ignore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Or I'll be like, it's Chris Knight. He can hold, you yeah, know? Exactly. So that, that's what I'm thinking I'm going to use it for. Um, and so I got it today and I started setting it up and I set it up totally wrong and then had to wipe it and then set it up again. Um, but I'm, I haven't actually put it on yet cause I'm waiting for it to, um, you know, get charged up. But do you think I'm an Apple watch person? Um, I'm horrific with technology in general. I don't know yet. My gut says, no, you're not going to be an Apple watch sort of person. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Old dog, new tricks. Riveting. See okay. what happens, yeah. What's your bad week? So mine is a bad week by proxy. Yeah, oh, we actually made a new rule that you're not allowed to do that. What bad. do you mean? The fans don't like it when you do a bad week by proxy. Okay, well, I'm going to break the rules it because this be is a bad week life. about proxy for Kelty. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> this might work. So my bad week is actually another one of Kelty's bad weeks, honestly. Okay. So I get up early, I try and work out in the morning, and then I sit down at the, um, at the kitchen table and I talk from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. constantly. Yes. Every hour or every half hour, I have a call or a Zoom meeting. Some of them last two and a half hours. It's exhausting. Um, but the bad week is Kelty, who has to listen to me just yammer all day. Small talk. And then what's well, probably small talk just constantly, right? Because if you're not sure what I'm talking about, it just feels like small talk the whole time. Yeah. And um, you know how much I love small talk. Yeah, exactly. I me love too. it. What do you think, if I was being held prisoner and they were trying to torture me, mm. would they play the hockey announcers during a game being like, or would they play you on a conference call? I mean, probably both. The, the thing about it is, is the hockey announcer, you, you definitely don't like Bob Miller. That voice, oh. like, you could not stand and okay. you'd walk out immediately. The new guy, Alex Faust. Okay. Nobody seems... cares about hockey on the lady. Okay. Thank well... you for name dropping some people we don't care about. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, so anyway, I guess I'm just apologizing for your bad week as well. Cause I think it is sexy to watch you work, Is it? but I've now been a part of so many conference calls <laughs> that I know your people you work with voices. I'm like, Oh, Jim again <laughs> with the sass. You know yeah, what I mean? Like true. this is getting ridiculous. This is getting out of control. But the truth is, is that I haven't actually heard that much cause I put my ear pods in. And then I just clean the house. I've cleaned every room in this house. Mm -hmm. Every closet is organized. Every drawer. My underwear is sorted by thongs that are comfortable, thongs that are uncomfortable, a full panty, a sport panty. Why don't you just get rid of them? Because sometimes you need an uncomfortable underwear for a certain look or dress or if you get desperate. (laughs) I have a couple pairs that are just like for desperation. Okay. They're not my favorite. Like safety. Like backups. Mm. You know what I mean? Coming from the guy who has like a hole in his leggings right now. Like, why don't you throw out your shit? (laughs) This is a good legging. This, this hole actually came from the cave trip. Oh. So it's sort of a nostalgic hole. A nostalgic (laughs) hole. Okay. Do you have a good week? Um, not currently. Oh, you should choose wisely. (laughs) I've been cooking for you so much. Oh yeah. That's a really good, good week. So, um, I mean, think of it. You're on your own. Whatever you, <laughs> whatever you want to say is fine, babe. No, usually listen. So in our household, I come home six thirty, seven, seven thirty, someone in that range, hopefully. Yeah, right. Okay, so seven thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's dark. It's dark outside, and usually Kelty's ready for bed and showered <laughs> and 
you know, ready to chill and I'm just getting home. And so like I usually make myself dinner and then come up and we talk and then go to bed. Right. Because I eat my dinner at like four o'clock when I get home exactly. because that's when I'm hungry. Exactly. So we or never, I don't eat at all. Or we don't eat at all. Exactly. Um, so, but this week has been so amazing. Like she'll just be like, Hey, here's like an afternoon snack and bring me pizza. Or today she brought me cookies and we've been eating dinner every night together, sometimes lunch together as well too. It's been uh, it's been really nice. Not necessarily that you just cook for me because I do appreciate that, but the fact that we can sit down and eat together a meal is like is really nice. Yeah, and Small I last good week, but, but well, impactful. No, I like that. I think that honestly, doing this podcast will be the longest we'll like look in each other's eyes and like right. have a conversation in like ten years. Well, hopefully not. That's not the case, but well, I just I just worry that it's going to be really boring for other people. It's probably going to be boring. Yeah. On that note, when okay. we come back, no, we did good. This is a great start. When we come back, I have a lot of really crazy questions to ask Chris, and then we're actually going to take some Ask the Lady Game questions and get a man's opinion. Good. Now back to the Lady Gang. Our guest today is six-time Burbank roller hockey champion, innovator of the musical genre, I'm Britpunk, except I'm from California, in his first band, Lemon Sun. Check it out on Spotify. He then went on to intern at Interscope Records and worked underneath the greats of the music business. He has stood beside the Eagles, Christina Aguilera, uh, Robin Thicke, Kesha? No. No. Um, uh, oh, what's, um, oh, I'm so, fa- Iggy Azalea, um, uh, uh, Alicia Keys, Alex DeLeon from the cab, my personal favorite, um, who else, Miguel, and like 72 other people that I don't know. He is now the general manager, head bitch in charge <laughs> at Rock Nation. Okay. Um, he loves to be tall. He has a great haircut. He has an infectious laughter, and people will describe him as calm. Please welcome to the podcast, the love of my life, Christopher Drew Knight. Wow. The un, the ungoogleable. Everyone, oh, think, everyone thinks that I'm married to this country singer, Chris Knight, who is not cute, by the way. Oh, how and then dare you say like, that about him? No, he's fine, but he's like not at Chris Knight standard. You Thank know? you. And so everyone's always like, is this your guy? And I'm like, ew. Sorry, other Chris Knight. We, yeah. <laughs> we don't mean to put you down on the show, but... We don't know you, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So... I actually got mistaken for him once. So I called a guy to do a deal, and he's like, oh, yeah, I would love to mix your record. This is awesome. Like, I'm really a big fan. And I was like, are you sure? Because I... <laughs> this was like 20 years ago. I'd never put anything out. And so then he realized it was a real... The real, real Chris Knight, and then he was not as excited. Yeah. Sorry about that. I do want to know about your start in the business, but I want to know more about your opinion about me. Okay. So what have you been up to during lockdown? What have I been up to? Um, it's actually, I've been busier than I've probably been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly why I'm trying to figure it out. I think everyone's trying to be a little bit extra in the, in the business right now. Yeah. And trying to do more and trying to like compensate and feeling like they're not doing something and you know, when people were never really doing di- live streams before, now there's like 75 live, stream- live streams a day. And yeah. I don't know. It just feels a little bit extra. It does feel extra. What's your favorite thing about lockdown and what's your least favorite thing about lockdown? Um, my favorite thing about the lockdown, well, I just said my good week is having mm-hmm. dinner and spending time with you and the dog and that kind of stuff. I feel like... Um, 
I, f- I feel like I can get to like work out and do some things and otherwise I'd just be too exhausted to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I've set some boundaries where it's like, okay, eight thirty or nine, I'll stop taking calls and, mm-hmm. and I get to it. The, I love not driving. Oh, the amount of time I've spent in my day in traffic in LA. Anyway, that's so boring. Um, okay. What is, um, what is the story of when you met me? Ooh, when I want you to tell when I met you or when you met me? Well, I want you to tell the Kelty and okay. Chris falling in love story from okay. your perspective, because I tell it and I want to hear it from your, these, these girls have listened to me talk for five years about you. So I want you to t- tell me your side. Uh, okay. Do it in great detail, not in your Chris <laughs> Knight way. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Okay. See so you enough. guys, Becca, Jack, I don't just do it to you. Yeah. No kidding. Um, okay. So th- I was working, um, at a, a division of Live Nation, which um, owned Ticketmaster at the time, or I guess still does now. And um, they were trying to work on some like music news and have some like live content, some like online content to help promote shows and stuff. Um, and so the producer and I had become, the producer of that division and I had become friends. And he called me one day. He's like, hey, I just hired this really hot girl to do the music news. You should come down. I was like, cool. And I hung up the phone. I was like, on the way. And so I ran down and he and I were sort of talking as we're going back and forth and like waiting for Kelty, who was talking to another dude, um, to take a break and sort of like look up from the thing. And like, you know, she wasn't, she was like focused on this binder, trying to like study and whatever. And so eventually like we interrupt and we're like, Hey, how you doing? Like Chris. And she's like, okay, hi. And then she just like waved and then right back down to her thing. So this is, I've been like this forever, by the way. Like people, Becca and Jack always get after me because they're like, you're like greeting people is not great. When I'm right. focused on something, I can't even see anything else. But anyway, okay. So just for the record, do you remember that time? No. Okay, great. So that happened. And then I was like, oh. Well, do you remember what I was wearing? Uh, no. no okay. Not exactly. But then I was like, oh, this chick's really cute. And maybe I should get to know her. And so then I started stalking her online. And she had um, high kicks, I hope, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah some sort of blog and then had these like three pictures of her at the top. Um, I think you were wearing like a, like a, a Western shirt or something in them. Mm. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Oh, well you had, anyway, you had this website and it was like, man, this chick's really cute. And I started reading some of the posts and I was like, oh damn, she's got a boyfriend. And so then I just kind of laid low and you know, chilled and didn't say anything about her for a little while. Um, and then we were together at a festival called South by Southwest in Austin and you were there, and I don't remember what I I was there with some acts or whatever. But I came over and I said hello to you at a party, and you're like hi, and then that was it. Were you like I met you before? No, oh. no, I just sort of said hi, and you're like hi, how you doing? Or maybe I did, but it wasn't a very long conversation. Mm-hmm. It was very short, just like hey, how you doing? And then just, I don't remember it. you at all being there. Yeah, thanks a lot. It was like a super tra- that was a super traumatic trip for me in like many ways, and I think I was like kind of drunk and also working at the same time was like very beginning of my career hardly working i hardly working for sure yeah. but i don't remember meeting you at all okay well that's and exciting. you're so but that's the thing it's like you're so tall you think i would anyway okay so i don't remember meeting you then so then what did so you then do? i'm over two right you went, you went away from austin you went back to la and you're like this chick is not into me but i'll keep trying <laughs> that's funny i didn't think you were not not into me i just felt like you had a boyfriend and you just probably were not paying attention mm. that's you know so um, i didn't at south by southwest you didn't no well your blog posts hinted otherwise mm. <laughs> i didn't um, want to know what every i wouldn't want all my followers to know what a dumpster fire my life was okay that's riveting okay um and so then 
I was having a birthday party, and I said to that same producer who I had met Kelty through the first time, I was like, hey, we should invite some people out. Who do you, who do you know? And he's like, oh, I'll invite Kelty and somebody else. And so um, Kelty came to the party with her friend. Allie. Allie, yes. Um, and this is the part that I don't remember, but allegedly as the story goes that um, I had two women, one on each arm, and I came across the room or whatever, and I was like, oh, hey, Kelty. Drunk. Allegedly, yes, allegedly. Um, and I was like, hey, sorry about your job. And so what had happened was they had shut down the entire division that Kelty was working at, <laughs> but no one had told Kelty yet. So basically I was the one to sort of say, hey, by the way, you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah. Um, but the good news is then she remembered who I was, right? <laughs> yeah. So then uh, now that she knows who I am, she messaged me on Facebook a few days later and like liked me or sort of became friends, whatever. I was like, oh, yes, this is on. Like, this is great. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, she remembers me. She sent me the, some sort of like or whatever, poke. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, and so then I wrote her, an e- or her message on Facebook, and I was like, hey, I want to take you out. I want to call you. Can, you know, can I get your number? And then you wrote back and gave me your number. And then I called you, and we were, like, talking for a few minutes and something. And then so out of nowhere, you're like, hey, I got to go print something. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> And I was like, well, wait, 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 wait. I want to ask you out. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'll call you. And then a few days go by, and then you call me back. And you're like, yeah, I'll go out with you. Yeah. That's how it went. I had to print something. Did you? I don't What was so urgent you had to print at that moment? I was probably, like, on doing emails while talking to you. You know how I live my life. Yeah. I'm not good at the focus. So then you asked me out, and I said yes. It's true. And you planned a big date for us. Uh, yeah, we went to a place called street, which now does no longer uh, mm-hmm. uh, exist. And we had food that was super way too foody for Kelty. Mm-hmm. Cause at that time she was basically only eating like peanut butter toast and mac and cheese. <laughs> for other things. <laughs> uh, but it was so good. my next question is, yeah. you know, we all have our characters on the lady gang and I think, I think mine is pretty who, how I am. Yeah. Um, but from a from a husband's perspective, what is it like to be married and live with K-Type, the queen of K-Type? Is that what you call yourself, K-Type? Yeah. I thought you had like a like a little Zanny name or something. Oh, there's what like little Sandy. Little Sandy, yeah. That's what was yours? Jack, because she had the sandwiches. I don't remember mine. Little. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Um, oh, Jack was little Sammy. I think so. Yeah, no. I, I I don't remember. So the thing about living with Kelty is that um she's she's like super extra and then she's just like chill and then just nothing and like introvert and um quiet and chill, which is great because it turns out that she's always entertaining, right? Like there's never a day that goes by that I'm not entertained by Kelty either by something silly that she does or uh, just <laughs> we have sort of a joke in the household that's like a 10%. Something always goes wrong for Kelty. And it's like 10% harder for her than everyone else. Whether, like what? Like it could be the most mundane thing. Like you try and pull out your socks and the whole drawer falls out. <laughs> or you'll put one sock that's pink into the white, you know, load of laundry or whatever it is. It's just everything's just a little bit harder for you. And I'm not sure that it's actually harder or that you're just not paying attention like, I still haven't de- deduced what exactly it is. Yeah. My friend Jeff said to me once that 
I am like a tornado. I said, oh, my technology, like my phones, my computers, they never last very long. He's like, well, yeah, because you're super hard on stuff. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you live your life like a tornado and you just like plow over anything and it's in your path. That's not, when you're on a, when you're on a mission, absolutely, I would say that. Yeah. So. Um, so what else is it like? What, how do I entertain you? Hmm. Well, recently you've been getting into TikToks. So there's been a few TikTok dance learning sessions Mm -hmm. that are sort of interesting. And then last night we looked at a bunch of TikTok people and then you tried to do some uh, pirouettes. Yeah, some turns. So last night we were looking um, at videos and then we saw this really good dancer and I was like, he's only doing three turns. It's not that hard. turns out he's doing six. But um, then I got up in my pajamas with like all my weave in and tried to show him that I could do three turns and I only really did a double. I mean, I used to be able to do six in my heyday, but also like I haven't danced in a decade. So the fact that I can still pull out a clean double is something. Yeah. No shade. It's more than I can do. So it's all good. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, Am I as crazy as the girls make me out to be? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Chris Knight. No sex for you. Um, you're, you're pretty crazy. Yeah, you're pretty crazy. Like nut. No. Hard on other people. No. I definitely think you have a, a bad rap. You're just, like, tenacious. Like, if you want something, you're going to go and you're going to get it. And so there's really not a time when, like, if you set your mind to something, you're going to go and you're going to achieve it. Like, if you say, hey, I want to be... A best-selling author. Cool. You're going to work until you get it done. And you're going to put in the hours to figure out how to do it and, and get it done and achieve that. And that's something that you've done on every single thing, you know? Early in our – this is God, I don't, this is going to be so boring for other people, Kelty. I'm sorry, but – Okay. Well, you will we'll It's just too late it. now. We're already into yeah. it. <laughs> um, Two listens this week. <laughs> Chris listened in his car and I listened in my car. Um, no, early on – I mean, listen, as a manager, like I, I represent talent, right? And so – Early on, I was like, you have the potential to be an unlimited earning but you know, star, right? Because you really can set your mind to do whatever you want to do, and that's super rare. Um, and it's true. Like you said, you wanted to be a host, and then you willed your way into being a host. And then you want to be an author, and this is what, your third book, fourth book? Third book. I mean, the first two were... They were good. Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, so it's been, And then, you know, like you make that list every year, and everything comes true. Like you just work until it gets done. So you're tenacious, but you're not you know, crazy. Okay, you are crazy. I take it back. <laughs> what a crazy way. Um, you're, you're crazy in that you're just tenacious and you're going to get it. You're going to work until it gets done. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people don't have that same sort of crazy. Now, now, I know that you listen to Lady Gang. I almost haven't missed an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite episode? And do you have an episode that you fucking hate? Yeah, anytime you're mentioning me, I usually hate it. Um, which episode do I love? Oh, yeah, my favorite was when you um, met with Becca's friend, the trainer. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Australian trainer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so good. What was her name? Um, I forget. We were in New York. Yeah. The bossy Aussie. Oh, my God. She was so good. Yeah. And she was telling the story about when she used to, like, be the guard when at the... Used, when she ran the brothel. Yeah. When she ran the brothel. God, it was so entertaining. I think you should have had her on Lady Gang TV as a guest. I know. She was, like, too much almost. Kind of, I yeah. think we could put her on TV. Maybe not. She, she was, was awesome. Great. Do you have a least favorite episode? Um, yeah. There was a time, actually, you were talking about somebody from your past. And I was like, 
this is too much. I don't want to hear it. And like for a little while, I was like, I'm going to stop listening because like I just I didn't want to. I can't remember what episode it was. I just remember thinking to myself, driving to work, I was like, mm, I'm good. Is it hard to be Chris Knight when we're like these open books? Well, I'm very private as a person, so it's, yeah. a, it's a little weird. Um, sort of have every detail of our vow renewal and <laughs> nipple tassel, <laughs> you know, revealed to everybody. But don't you feel proud? Um, I'm definitely proud of you for, for of course, for everything. No, you've no, but like, don't you feel proud that I'm so fun? <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, I don't have an answer to that, but sure, yes. Okay, no, I'm sorry, I overshare. Did it bother you when I shared my Matt Nathanson journal entry? Oh, <laughs> uh, was that the one when he was on the show? Yeah. No, listen, I've known for a long time that you know I can't compete with Matt Nathanson. <laughs> it was a second love. <laughs> And like he played at our goddamn wedding, you know. So like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. You just have to learn to accept it. I love you the most. If you're gonna run away with Matt Nathanson, it would have already happened. So, <laughs> always also married. Yeah, and the kid. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. I love you the most. Well, that's exciting. Thank you. If you wear your leggings without shorts on top, I'll love you more. Okay, TMI, everyone. Okay. Um, what do you wish I would change about myself? Uh, you get really hard on yourself really fast. And I wish you wouldn't do that. I also wish, wish, wish you wouldn't read um, an Instagram post or a Twitter comment and there's 75 great things and there's one person who was like, oh, you have knobby knees or whatever the f*** they say, you know? Like, I wish you wouldn't sort of take that into, like, your brain and harbor it because you never used to. Like, you used to take an awful lot of crap um, and never used to bother you and I see it bothering you now and I don't think you should do that anymore. Is it kind of because I'm old or there's more on the line? Like, cause I don't know. when I released my, you were, we were together when I released my first sort of self-published book, Rockets, Rock Stars and Rock Bottom. And yeah. I was like talking about how I had like dated all these dudes in my twenties and loved a rock star. And it was like, you know, like people knew who they, I was talking about and I got yeah. a lot of shit for that. And like, it actually pretty like rolled off me, but maybe right. that's because it was like my own thing in my own little world. And now that like I have bosses and other people and like the girls depend on me, like you know, we're like a team. We have partners. Like there's more people to let down because before I was just letting myself down and I didn't really care about that. I don't, maybe. I don't know. If, and that's Very your decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think th- that's not how I see it. I think you're probably, it's a larger scale. Mm. Um, right. Now, what is the sexiest thing about oh. Kelty Knight, about Katie Knightley? I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so difficult to think. Is there anything left? <laughs> um, Nothing you want to share. Yeah, not on this podcast particularly. Okay. What is one thing that you find so cute and attractive about me that is not like a nipple tassel experiment, like when we're just doing our daily lives? Oh. Um, you know, recently it's been your haircut. You've come down a couple mornings and it's like been sort of like that just beachy kind of hair. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's cute. It's great. (laughs) What do you hate the most about me? Oh. Is this like I'm not going to get hit or like, you know, thrown out of the house for this? No. (laughs) Um, That you overshare about me. Oh, God. My whole brand is that. <laughs> You're <laughs> f***ed. 
I'm naked. But I am, I do think about it. You think about it and then just throw it out the window and go for it anyway? No, I think the things that I share are like the things that I would share with my girlfriends at like a brunch. There's certain things that I don't share. Like I've never talked about your, <clears throat> any, you know what I mean? Anything like that. Yeah. I don't talk about that. I don't talk about like there's, there's <laughs> I things. I just made that sound to stop her. I don't <laughs> no, but I'm not talking about it. But I'm like, there are things like I don't talk about your family. I don't talk about my family. Like there are things right. that I hold really precious. And there's things that you Should do. Should I be rewarding you for that? I don't know. No, you're not. I'm not asking you to reward me, but I'm saying like there are certain things that happen in our lives that are, you know, if I really wanted to make people squeal, I would read your vow renewal vows straight up and I would read them Yo, to them. That's like, that would be I too weeped. much. I weep like a child. It's not wept. only write. Oh, you sorry. Wepted. Well, I did that too. Um, not only writing them, but reading them. Yeah, I would put that video out of you crying at the dinner table writing your vows the night before. Did you take a video? Yeah. I have a video. And then I would put the the TikTok. We have TikToks together and dance TikToks, and you made me swear that I'd just keep them as drafts, and they're drafts. That's true. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. My dance skills are subpar. Your dance skills are great. You're a great dancer. Subpar. All right. Well, now you know about Chris Knight, and when we come back, Chris is going to help you fix your life. You're listening to The Lady Gang. All right. We're back. We're back with special guest Chris Knight. How do you think we're doing so far, Chris? Uh, if I'm being honest, I think it's not good, but... Really? Is this entertaining? I don't know. What is entertaining? We're all stuck in our houses. We're doing the best we can. Okay. Yeah, true fact. Here's the first question. So this is the part of the show where we give, you already know, bad (laughs) advice and, um, all right. Anonymous says, so I've been having really good sex lately with this one guy. However, one day I fell asleep because I had too many drinks. When I woke up, we started having sex, but then stopped briefly. I laughed and I queefed so insanely loud that it threw even him off. We stopped having sex right after that. I was so embarrassed. I told him it's not a fart, but I think he was more disgusted to know it came from my vagina. How do I stop the queefing? Is my vagina too large now from all the sex I've had? Are men really that turned off by it? No. Usually, I can't imagine... uh a sound that loud that would stop me in my tracks and be like, okay, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> Usually you're just like, okay, cool. Like you're not going to stop having sex because of that. People are rubbing their parts. There's going to be noises. Of course. Yeah. I don't know. Tell that woman not to worry about it. Don't Sorry, worry anonymous. about anonymous. And also your vagina is not too large now from all the sex. Yeah. That's not how vaginas work. Absolutely. And then also tomorrow, here's the real problem. If tomorrow anonymous, you go back and the guy doesn't want to have sex with you, then just leave. Yeah. He's a loser. You don't want him anyway. Yeah. But I guarantee that's not the case. He's going to be super excited the next time you guys are ready. Okay. Number two, 28 going on 80. Whoa. The past two to three years, I've thrown my life into my career and it shows. I'm making six figures and have a high career trajectory. However, I feel like this has come at the expense of my personal life and relationship. 
This is perfect for us. Um, I've been with my boyfriend five years and he's wonderful, but I feel like I can't be a good girlfriend with my schedule. I'm always working and I've gained some weight from the stress. I'm trying to make a change, but it's obvious that we aren't having enough sex because I feel like it's always me who's too tired, too sweaty, too busy trying to be Wonder Woman at work with my and with my family to maintain a freaking household. I don't feel sexy or have sex drive ever. What do you guys suggest I do? Hmm. Um... So one of my bosses said to me, actually two of my bosses came to me one time was, and I was sort of talking about, you know, trying to figure out the balance and how I can accomplish more and get more done at work. And both of them said to me, you need to go home. You need to go home right now and you need to spend some time with your wife. And they said to me, it's like, how much time do you spend with your, like dedicating, um, getting, dedicating time just to your wife? And I was like, I don't know. Like I see her for like an hour before I go to bed and they both laughed. Like that's inexcusable. Like you need to make a date night and you need to set it every week and without fail, you know, two nights a week, three nights a week, whatever it's going to be, um, you need to without fail go and and spend time with your wife. And I was like, I was like, how the hell am I going to get more time by not being in the office and doing work? Um, and so I went home and of course, Kelty wasn't home yet. She was out probably podcasting with, with the girls. And I sat there doing the dishes, waiting for her to come home. And I thought of five great things that I needed to do and like ways I could improve my business. And their whole point was you needed some sort of balance. You need some time away from work um, to be able to do great things at your job. And it gives you some perspective and it gives you some life uh, experience and just sort of general time to reflect. And if you don't do that, you're just sort of keeping track of what everyone else is doing. So what was this girl's name? anonymous 28 going on 80 oh yeah 28 going on 80 so i think you should do this you should dedicate some time to your boyfriend because i think you will be happy in your relationship which will then make you happier in your day and sort of move on from there and it was really good advice and even though when i asked kelty if she could dedicate two nights a week to me to have a day night she said i can give you 10 minutes before we go to sleep (laughs) that's what i said yeah um but it's true. Like the more time I've forced myself to come home early and sit with you or sit with your family when they're here mm-hmm. has made me better at my job. So that's what I would suggest to you. I love that. Okay. Number three, last question. Okay. This is from Safe Word. I've been with my husband for 11 years, married for eight, and we've only been with each other. We have great sex, but my husband has definitely- How long have they been together? 11 years. Okay, got it. Um, but my husband has definitely become kinkier as the years have gone on. I'm hesitantly trying to open and try new things, but sometimes I feel like I give the hard no because I'm really just tired of him asking. Some things I've enjoyed and some I just tolerate. The problem is once we try something, he constantly wants to do more of it. I don't want to be prude, but I'd rather more romance, less Fifty Shades. Help. Oh, well, the answer here is really simple. Actually, I'm going to let you answer, Kelty, and then I'll tell you what I think she should do. Okay. I think that men are dumb. Sorry. And you, you have to ask for what you want. Exactly right. I was just going to say that. You should just be take be proactive and say, hey, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And the guy is going to be like, all right, cool. Like, Take a little initiative and show what you want to do mm-hmm. and he'll come around. Or- yeah. If you want romance, you're going to have to bring the romance. And if he wants kink, he's going to have to bring the kink. But if he's the only one bringing stuff to the table, then it's just going to be all nipple tassels. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I think in general, if there are any men listening, that women just love romance. What do you mean? We love romance. Like, Okay, give me an example here. Like when I left on a trip once and you slid like a little card in my jewelry thing that was like, I love you. 
Like I've kept yes. that in my jewelry thing my whole time when I travel now. It's like those little things like go really far. So maybe he's not doing romance in the big boudoir, but he's doing romance in your life. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe, I mean, do you want him, do you want to set something up like a dinner and candles? Oh like, God, are we talking about us? All of a sudden it's getting weird. No, no. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's fine. But like, I guess that's my point. Like what, what is she looking for? Yeah, you need to be clear. Yeah. Like when you say, hey, this would be romantic for me. What if we did a trip to Palm Springs? I don't know where she lives, but right. a trip to Palm Springs or something. Yeah. Would that be what she's looking for? So this is normally the part of the show where I thank you and then ask you what you want to promote or whatever. Yeah. But since you have a private Instagram and you'd hate having your picture taken and you're not selling anything, I guess you would just remind people to pre-order the Act Like the Lady book if you want. Yeah, please. Um, Kelty hasn't let me read the book yet, but... Oh, yeah. I forgot. Do we have a copy here? No. Oh, well. Okay. One time there was a copy here and I looked inside and it was just blank pages. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fake book for the cover. Well, Just try the cover. Um, Act Like a Lady is available where we get your books right now. It's yep. going to come out. Chris will be able to read it with the rest of you on June 2nd. And you can follow me at Kelty and on TikTok. Now I have 10,000 followers. What? Hey. At Kelty Knight. And you can follow back Becca and Jack. And next week we'll be back with another episode probably from Becca's house of Becca and Zach quarantine. And then hopefully everyone will stay home, stay safe, take care of yourselves so that we can go out in the world as soon as possible. And the lady gang can be reunited once again. Okay, Chris, are you ready? Yep. Well, see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Thanks for listening and make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast. We have new episodes of lady gang every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow us on social media at the lady gang. Uh, follow us personally at Kelty, most importantly, at Becca, and at Jack Bannock. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewet. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. If you loved listening to this episode, make sure you check out the other Lady Gang Network shows. Mama Said, Show Mance, The Stacks, Ladies Like Us, Trashcast, and our newest show with Brad Goreski, Brad Behavior. Available wherever you get your podcasts.